West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. I like them, but I, I can make you a believer. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this? This is New Zealand natural spring water, mandarin and passion fruit, lightly sparkling, sparkling water. Oh, is it um, no sugar? Called like a fizzy drink. <laughs> oh, what was that called? <laughs> Did you no. go to church today? <laughs> no, it's a church today, yeah. First time in a long time. Did you? Really? Yeah. If I long the message was going, I was feeling a lot. What was the sermon? That was Eh? Nah, nah, nah. I went, uh, my son invited me to his um, young men's class. Oh, yeah, yeah. They Mormon. Mm. Yeah. So I went, nah. It's feeling like I need to get baptized in the local way. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you last went to church? Um, oh, shucks. Probably would have been my daughter's seminary graduation. Oh. That was like the beginning of the year, but they pushed it back a year because uh, uh, maybe almost eight months, bro. Mm. Yeah, because they graduation for them happened during lockdown, and so they had a um a local for it. But it was good, man. It's um, you know, because like when you hear some of the um testimonies that the members share about what it is to do seminary, mm. and then. The, one of the prophets talks about how seminary will help you in your life some way or another, you know. You just got to be resilient. You got to yeah. use it. And, like, you think about it, it's like a uni degree. You know, you do four years of, of your life. Then you go on and you either serve a mission or you, you know, get married to someone in the church. Sort mm. of like that. So I was like, shiny. Shaky, huh? <laughs> I always found that interesting, eh, when you go on your, when Mormons go on their mission. Mm-hmm. Like, they they don't get to choose where they go, eh? Is nah. that right? No, they get sent somewhere, and they can be sent. anywhere in the world. Eh? Yeah, but like a lot of like a lot of people that I hear serve men, like they talk about like man, they speak highly of going out there, you know, because that's like man, it's hard to imagine today because some guys spend their twenty first on their mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but like I suppose those that serve get blessed, you know, because what well, um Will Hopwari, eh? yeah, he served He's... and he was out, mm-hmm. but still training, and yeah. like I remember at that time. Around about that time was like one of the biggest signings it for the year, hot, eh? and he turned the money down, and mm. he wouldn't serve. But then he had already had a club chasing him, like from the get go. Like, oh, okay, I'll finish up here, but that money still came in, you know. See, that, that's good because I know, um, like I know in PIC, like PIC, um, we don't do mission. Uh, what is it? What is what is the term? It's like when you go serve a mission, like I wish that happened <laughs> in, the, in the PI, yeah. in the PIC, like you know. No, it's 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 a Mormon thing, eh? Like it's not any other. Yeah, it's uh, the religion. Yeah. Yeah. No, other religion does, it. does that thing, eh? I've heard of like um some like I had cus- customers that were part of like Church Unlimited, mm-hmm. serve family ones, mm-hmm. and like I think that's the. That's the eventual like sort of test for members. So you serve like as a as a um youth, you know, once you graduate your seminary, go into do your mission and then you find hopefully you find a companion in the church and then eventually she's probably served and then your goal is to take your eye to go serve somewhere else in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just oh, your yeah, own yeah. plan sort of thing. Yeah. 
it's a really family oriented religion, eh? Like, yeah. They put the family above a lot of things, eh? Yeah. Well, you look at Tonga, right? The majority of their whole place is Mormon. Who's that? It's I crazy. Thought, I thought they were yeah. mostly um, Methodist. Nah, it's, it's um, Latter day Saints, man. Just massive. Yeah, I have yeah, I have uh, heaps of family that are Mormons mm. that are in, in the Mormon church. Um, Seven day Adventists. Yeah. You know, this is different. Like families are different, different religions. Yeah, you know, yeah. Are, you know yeah. But my old man's family exactly like that also, and it shows too at our family galongas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, all the PICs are yeah, all the guitar players. Well, oh, can you play this? And they get you look at the instrument, eh? And you all look at each other. You grab it. So you know, the PIC boys can play guitar. But when it comes to like, um, oh, I go, I go lepesi, he always got that one cousin who can just play every instrument. In. He's, like, <laughs> oh, he's the keyboardist for how many, like, like my little cousin's a keyboardist for so many, like, um, Church Catholic God. churches. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we, you know, have Galongas, and then it comes to the valley. You know who's the best of valley is all the Mamonga boys there. Nah, because all they can't play, can't play, you know? Yeah, but yeah. this skill set just comes out of nowhere, eh? Because that's all they do at the activities, eh? Okay, play court sports, yeah. volley and basketball. Oh, yeah, man. And that, man, I remember like back in the days, like I wanted to be a Mormon because they played basketball. Yeah, <laughs> every we church had, cool. had a, like a basketball court. Yeah. In the we had close the, friends that were Mormons, yeah. you know. Mm. But and that was the only reason why yeah. I wanted to be. Like, I, it's probably because man, every guy's watching that Mormon um, on Disney Plus. That Mormon um, TV series. It's, no, it's, it's 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 actually based on a true story. You know the guy that played um, Spider Man, the second Spider Man. Yeah, him, Andrew Garfield. He plays. Uh, homicide detective in, in Utah in the town in Utah mm. and he's a Mormon guy but the crime is uh, a murder of a mother and their, her 12 month old daughter mm. and it was like a it was like a brutal murder but they come from a, a Mormon family oh, hideout Mormon family and he's investigating but it's like it seems like it's Mormons that killed the yeah. killed the um, daughter and the, and the mother and that's on the series yeah, it's a series. Wow, I'm, I haven't finished it yet. It's on Disney Plus. It sort of gets into like how there's part, there's there's moments that stay true to the original Mormon guy, that the Smith dude. What's mm. his name? David Smith. David, is it David Smith? John, John Smith or something? John, I think it's John Smith. <laughs> this was the, the, the rugby player. Rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Okay, I'll be on Twitter yep. too much, guys. Come on. <laughs> John Smith is his name. Yeah, I think so. Or something. John L. Smith or something. So apparently, his ways, his original ways, they're they. That's what they believe in. They don't mm. believe in when he went that they they bring him young guy took over and made it to make it more. Uh, you know, they didn't have modern. The, yeah, the the way it is now, to make it the way it's now because because that um Smith guy he was into like having multiple wives and yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff, and and they were like real aggressive with the. Religion. If you don't believe, then you know. You, oh, true. I think, I think what's gonna happen in the in this in the story is that they're gonna discover a group of Mormons that are like that, still going with the old ways, not oh, not the new ways. And you guys still watch that um sister wives. Uh-huh. There was like one guy who had like four wives, but man, like, I don't know. Like, if you watch him the way he goes his family, like you can't hate on him, me. Eh? He looks after them Because he looks after them And he's got something like 30 kids But the four wives right But like he really looks after them But then Because I think there's like Five five, um, seasons of it 
Then on the sixth season is where it shows the strain of COVID. Mm. Because he was like real like into the nah we gotta distance ourselves, we gotta wash it, you know, we gotta make sure that we're not cross contaminating and someone falls ill because when someone falls ill, like you know how it was seen on the TV, it's like, Oh, he's got the flu, now all of them are gonna get the flu and they're gonna die. Because mm. that's how much he thought it was gonna like take over them. So he distanced himself. No, because he he goes sleep at different houses during the week and that. Oh. Like what he have like a couple of days here, a couple of days there. And then, like, you know, it was up to the sister wives to sort of bring a new person in, whether they'd agreed or not. But, man, just the way he was, it was like, bro, the guy's the man. Like, so to me, how many wives did he have? He had four wives. And they were different houses. Yeah, they were different houses. Like, that's how we had them in Las Vegas, because they left. Um, but did they know each other? Yeah. Oh. So they got to sort of meet each other, and then, like, you know, looking after each other's kids. Because, obviously, he married the first one. Then, he, like, she couldn't have kids, I think. Or they had one. Then they had, like, issues having kids. But then they were, she was from a polygamy family as well. Mm. Like her mum and dad. Had oh, like, yeah. said that dad had a, another wife as well. Mm. But no, nah, it's pretty it's pretty out there, Because to yeah. me, it's like, if you, like when you raise a family, man, and like yeah. you look after your family, like to me, I got, I got mad respect for someone who can, you know, can, can do it all and still show face like I'm still smiling. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. still smiling. I thought you were gonna say and look after four families. <laughs> if you, but th- that's what I mean. If you can do it for one family, but wow. this guy can do it for four, four families, families, and he can move them across the the country. Like he yeah. moved from like Utah to, um, to Las Vegas, and he moved and all he of them. Booked yeah. them a house, like fucking. It wasn't like, like just a little kamariki house. Yeah. Even the lady who had one kid, she had a two story house. He built four of them in a cul de sac. Wow, you know, and that's what intrigued me. I was like, "Sorry, man, this guy really works." But in my head, I was like, "What does he do? What does he do with Chuck Killer?" But no, like he let them like venture off and do their own like little things, like jewelry and that. And he'd back them eh, financially. Yeah, but obviously because it's um it's on TLC, it was the idea of getting the cameras in there and just recording them, just the way he is. So I was like, "Sorry, man, this guy's got mean, like you know, he's got mean drive to sort of make it work." It's that, and the girls are like just dumb. Because why would you want to share your husband? No, share no. the bills, mate. Share the yeah. bills. You know, that's, I want to, okay, I want to quit. I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Like, um, if if you, I guess, were into it, like having multiple wives, let's just say, right? Would you be keen? Yeah, I was already married to Julia Robertson just to <laughs> at the same time. Live <laughs> but see, I'm thinking, like, what's the difference between that guy and R. Kelly? Or maybe no, because he's sick in the head. No, Kelly was like underage, but these women are probably the same around about the same age, I guess. And I, look, I guess it goes all the way back to like if if you were brought up that way, mm-hmm. you know, because like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those families, like three of them, three of those wives, were, they brought up, brought up in a particular family, yeah, so they know, you know, oh, I got two moms, I got three moms, whatever. So if it's normal to them, yeah, it's, it's obviously nothing wrong with it. Eh? And that's like you think like how many like generations it goes back. It probably goes back like four or five generations. It was us here. Like, Cassiolo, wife, dialogue, <laughs> and marry a king. <laughs> well, I wonder where that comes from. Eh? That, that definitely doesn't come from Christianity. Eh? Well, definitely doesn't hey, come from um, I saw, I was watching the stock in it um, about Akon, you know, the the artist. So apparently he's got uh, multiple wives as well, you know. Has he? Yeah. He's got multiple wives. It? 
But is it a cultural thing or is it? I, I think it might might be, you know, yeah. wherever he comes from, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen like back in the day, like on an African, like, no, I'm yeah. not saying it's Africa, but back then, like the Zulu families back in the bush bush. Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost like, God, this must be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, and then because the, the husband went away, like to go, you know, like valley vows or look for gold in the in the dust, he would leave his wife and kids. But then the wives would be like, oh, you know, he's going for days without food. So they just get together, have their own little family. And then he'd come back and say, who's your friend? You know? <laughs> go, like, oh, she's nice. <laughs> then he'd go on and had a baby with her, but then they still keep tight because, you know, they know he's going to go again. But yeah. I was thinking one of those, yeah, old school, you know, doctors used to come on Sunday afternoon. Because yeah. even animals do that? Do animals keep their one family? Because when you think of, uh, think of, Lion, lions, eh? Lion yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they don't go around banging other female other cats. Female cats. <laughs> no, it probably is, man. Is that oh, do they? Yeah. Would <laughs> you imagine if Sumba was like, <laughs> that's my sister? <laughs> that looks like, what the hell? That's probably where the porn industry gets all the ideas, eh? Look at that animal. Look at it, animal. Like that horse. Like you made that horse. But no, when it comes to humans, that, it comes to the mindset, eh? If your mindset is like, Hey, we're doing this, nothing wrong with it. What's wrong? Why are you? It's all a social construct, right? It's the marriage thing. It's all just what we've made up. Yeah. It's probably not what's real. If yeah, you think about it. Because you know how, like, there's heaps of, like, movies and that about guys cheating and heaps of <laughs> heaps of situations like that. They cheat for a reason. What's that reason? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. are we meant to be married to one person? That's uh, okay. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's just say if maybe if I like, if I had four wives or whatever, you know, obviously I'll treat them all the same. But I think it'll be more who would you because you'll give them all that same time, right? Like the time. Yeah, it'll be too hard to maintain, right? Yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, but then, like that guy uh, Let's was talking about. Obviously, he he's got his head, you know, screwed on and that. Making sure that his family or whatever families, yeah. If you get the chance to watch Sister Wives, eh, and you watch the guy, his name's Cody, but man, like, I got it's like in my head, I've only got like a wife and three kids or four kids, and it's it's hard, eh? It's hard, it's hard to balance like your time. If you think about the time, the hours you work, hours you try and sleep, oh, and yeah. hours you try and connect with your kids while they're still growing up in this world. But this guy sent a couple of his kids to uni already. He's like had four of his kids get married and that. And, you know, he's the old school. The father pays for the wedding. He's like that, man. man. So in my head, I'm like, bro, that guy's yeah, he's the man, you know? Well, if he's got 30 kids. That's 30 incomes coming in to help out with it. Right? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you'd think, do we? Because, like, that contract would have been like for every for every kid, there's 180,000 an episode. But man, man, he's obviously got it drilled. Like, yeah, his big dream was to just build one big house. Mm. But then the wives got so used to living apart, they're like, I don't know if I want to, you know, live together. Hear, I don't want to hear some mm. of the stuff that goes on in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, like, but his, his thing was like, I'll find him. So on the last episodes I watched before they went into um, the COVID scenes, bro, he went and bought this massive as piece of land. And he was like, I want to donate like 10 of the acres. That's where that house is going to be built. And I bought another one, but they're still on one piece of land. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. man, good idea. Wish I had, wish I had the money to go do that. Eh? <laughs> There's the um the NBA player um is it Louis Williams, Williams or something? So he's got two pa- or two wives or whatever. Hey, 
Yeah, in the NBA. Is it Louis Williams? Plays for the 76ers. He's got two wives. Is he allowed? I thought that was like I don't, a, I don't a, know, but I they're... Illegal. Nah, cool. I think in that sister wise, that's where I learned it. Like, I think there's a few states that allow it, eh? Oh, sure. Yeah. But, um... It's Pennsylvania, they allow it. Yeah, and like, they... I think then there's some some states where the the marriage is only... Um, what's it called? Like in one one of the states, that marriage is only like validated to the first wife or to the most recent married to them home wife. Whereas if in their family, they're like, oh, she's Janelle's wife number one, Christy's wife number two. It's like that. Oh, okay. You know, in rank sort of thing. Like so, like if Cody has to go have an operation on his heart, they're not going to ask the. One. They're going yeah, They're not going to ask the most recent one. They're going to go to wife number one, and like wife number one will say, oh, this is what he wanted. <laughs> Which is like when you break it down, it's like, man, life would be so easier. Yeah. <laughs> if you oh, could yeah. afford to. If you could afford it, you know? Yeah. With nine to five, man. And yeah. Where's, <laughs> the, where's the time? Where's the time to do that, man? Yeah, like, bro. Like, all day homework. Kids homework. You gotta, and they're not even living in the same house. Like, you gotta, like, how do you gonna, okay, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, you know? Well, how they crunch it, it into a, an episode is like, man, you really, and, but they just, I suppose, like, that's what producers can do, and, and, and directors, they can paint someone to be the saint. Uh, mm. But then who knows behind closed doors? Hey guys, buddy. Yeah, hard. everybody get to bed. <laughs> you know, this is an interesting conversation because when I think about all the stuff we're, we're talking about, when I think about those people that have many wives and many families, and then you know that versus the traditional marriage, one wife, one family per marriage kind of thing, because you can you can get divorced and get married again. But you know, but to have wives at the same time, and for the wives to not not be jealous I assume they're not really jealous or they're mm. they're living comfortably yeah I mean there's nothing wrong yeah there's no dramas but I think with, with, with highlighting it like that yeah. there's a whole lot of denial that happens as well eh right. like to, yeah. to pretend that it's not there like cause I've heard of it like I've heard like okay someone's fathered other kids while he's got his whole other life here you know yep. they've got like three or four kids somewhere else but then Someone's gone and had their kids and still been like, oh, you know, hey, I need, <clears throat> I need this, I need that. Whereas you're saying that's an official thing, like you know, almost. Yeah, but, yeah, but do you think that comes from a place where, where humans are like, they don't believe in the one marriage thing. You can live without having that, that rule because it's a rule that's been around for a long time, and they can go back to religion, go back, back to Christianity. But is marriage a way so humans don't, don't kill each other? If you think about the jealousy part. If you think about back in the days when when there was no marriage, marriage wasn't invented yet. How were humans yeah. starting families? And if a man, you know, started a family with, with a woman, and then the woman goes to with another man, or a man fights over the same woman, there's there's men that will get killed, you know, for fighting over one woman, or yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what was it like without the marriage? And, and if did they invent marriage so all that shit doesn't happen? All that jealousy, or the yeah. or, when you look at animals, they do, they they. Like some animals, like gorillas, don't they fight for to be the number one guy in the forest, sort of thing? <laughs> I have no and, idea. And so I was only good at woodworkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what it seems like to me. And like it seems like <clears throat> these people that are into having multiple families have gone back to like a way where they can live without the arguments, without yeah, live yeah, comfortably, yeah. without the jealousies and all that, and for them to make it normal. But I also figure it must come from a bit of trauma like lived relived or seen as they've grown up mm. you know like either domestic violence or you know just seen like oh they come from a family where no one's married mm. at all 
Yeah. You know, because I hear, I hear about that sort of stuff and I've, you know, seen it as well. I've been like... But then again, you know, society has made... You know how we talk about working nine to five job, coming back home, spending time with your family, the times that you can during the week and you got them all in the weekends. Society has catered the lifestyle for one family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a question of us going, fuck, how do you do four families when we have to work? No, society has made it so each of us have one family. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I think growing up, like, you know, hearing that um, so-and-so's got multiple wives, you know, to, like me hearing that, I'll be, I'll be like, what? You know, because <laughs> you're so you're normal. I mean, you've been, you know, brought up having, you know, like, um, you know, just the normal, like, one, um, a male, a man, woman, you know, they get married, they have kids, mm. you know. Yeah, it's not the norm, eh? I mean, we've already got the the two the, the two father things, eh? The two father, the two mother parents, you know, with the gay parents. We've got that already. Yeah. So even that is kind of weird, sort of, eh? Yeah. Well, but not, it's just, not, uh, for me, yeah, growing up, that wasn't normal, you know. Yeah. Having two parents of the same sex. Yeah. So times change. Yep. Times <laughs> definitely change, man. <laughs> Times change, but they still say the same because, man, you, you two last night turning the clock back, you guys are doing <laughs> 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 the all nighters, was it? No, man. The all nighters, I'm, hey, I'm one of those guys. I can have like, I can have like two cans and I'm good. Mm. You know? That's come with just being patient and I was thinking about like, man, when you get drunk, hungover, you pretty much wasted their sleep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, but see, I finished, like, see, I started work on Thursday night. Mm. On a Friday night, so I started at six. I only had like an hour and a half sleep Saturday day, and I was cutting all day. Mm. So that's me at eleven o'clock. So I haven't slept. I haven't really, really slept. Until mm. eleven at night. No, I didn't get home until this morning at three. Oh, mm. shit. so like when people go, oh, oh hey, yeah, yeah, hey, you want mm. it? No, but one can if you haven't had a sleep is enough to, yeah. to make you legless. Eh? Mm. Or feels like you're drunk. Yeah, I've, I've slowed down a lot, eh? Last couple of years. Mm. Yeah. You haven't, eh? No, I haven't. I was sure that you were, yeah, the good night last night, eh? Yeah, that was... Hit, hit the town. Bro, that was my first time been clubbing in ages. So Felt what was like, her name? <laughs> oh, man. Abby keeps dodging the question, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like... I had my fr- uh, my son's friends coming up to me, you know, like, oh man, that's how you know you're really old. Mm. Did you put on your accent? What? <laughs> what the hell was it? Like? I just felt, yeah, it was it was good company. We had dinner first, and then we all went out um, to the town. But the youngins, they stuck around. But mm. I took off, and it was the older crowd that took off home. So yeah. was it was it just your? Your training crowd, yeah, training that. group. Yeah, we've been organizing it for a while to have dinner and then, yeah, just going out. Yeah, but I was super D, so I probably had like four cans mm. for the whole night. Yeah, but everyone else was, yeah, it was, it was a good night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too exciting, but nah, DJ was mean, it was a, it was a mean. Oh, this is my first, our oh, second time in Kong. Um, Kong. Kong. Where about that? 
It's near Britomart. Oh, yeah. Near, near there. No, yeah, near, right next to Britomart, actually. Near the McDonald's. Mm. There's a McDonald's down there. On the corner? On the corner, yeah. Is it next door to there? Yeah, next, yeah. Oh, gee. Did you ever go to that club, that Boogie Wonderland? Yeah. When it was open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, yeah. eh? Yeah. That was the 80s song, is it? It was a girl, DJ. Oh, the night out when there was a Balangi guy. Mm. But it looked like he had... He was just playing off an iPod. Oh, gee. Yeah, because when I went up to him, I used to do this pain in the ass ones, and he tapped off the name of the song on the phone, and he got up to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they need this song. You're fucking useless, can Shit. And I haven't been town in a long time. Can't remember last time I went. Years. Man, yeah. But it's changed, eh? Yeah, big time. All the lanes in Queen Street, oh my gosh. Uh. It's like, I don't even know how I got there. All these different lanes. Mm. And the parking there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we were legal park last night. <laughs> yeah, I remember when, um, I, mean, I remember town when there was no there was no liquor ban. Uh, yeah. And another drink anywhere. Apparently there is, eh? Like, um, oh, it's been around, been around for a while now. Because we're looking somewhere to drink mm. after our dinner. So we mm. ended up going to that Waterview, that park in Waterview. Uh, the old roll up in the. Yeah, just rolling, just the girls were drinking. They had a speaker. Yeah, but apparently because it was a liquor band, they couldn't. We were, I was saying let's go to Western Springs. Mm. But because there was a liquor band out there, those ways. Well, well your week, how was your guys' week, week been? Oh, nah, because I work. I worked from home all week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, I reckon it's good for your mental health, eh? To be able to work from home. Just yeah. to, you know, get things done around the house as well. Without being too stressed, stressed, not going on, getting stuck in traffic and all that. And, um, no, no, it was good. Uh, I saw, uh, kid, uh, was, was this the last week of school holidays? Yeah. yeah. What, what did you guys end up doing with the kids? Um, just bonding me. Movies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I always feel like my thirteen year old she's gonna be thirteen this year. But yeah, you know like you know that age uh, you know you're oh, too cool. Man. You're too cool. Eh? Well, yes. <laughs> but like our common ground is, is fitted hats. So she's into her hats. Uh-huh. We went out was it last week or two weeks ago? I scored four or oh, five fitted hats for like two for one eighty. Uh-huh. Yeah. The singer guy, Adam Pickeranga. And I said it to her, Oh, on a hat because I bought one from the mall, and I was like, Man, I don't know why I was feel button thinking like back in the day's prices. Mm. And then I went, and I was like, How oh, much was it? 90 bucks. What for one here yeah, for a fitted? Because, but oh, I'm glad she said fitted because I didn't wear snaps. I didn't, I probably got like a couple of snapbacks. I got my son into snaps, but now nah, she's into fitted hats, eh? And yeah, just over the, the course of the last week. I've been wanting to like try and hang out with her because I got her the hat and then I lay by her some chucks, you know, just mm. just me and her like, oh, should we get you some kicks? Aww. So I was going to lay by me some shoes and I got my son some, <clears throat> got her a pair. And then, yeah, we started watching like um, some TV flicks. There was one on um, Disney, I think it was a book, it was made out of, they made the book into a movie. It was good, eh? But it was like over seven, seven episodes mm. on Disney Channel. I think it's the, the summer I turned the summer I turned pretty but it's yeah it's got I think it's three three novels and they turned into a film 
man, it just it just reminded me of like when you're at the adolescent stages of when you like think you like boys, mm-hmm. you know, you you feel Mika and you know showing off flexing for girls. Yeah. yeah. So that it's that story, uh-huh. but that age is from fifteen to sixteen. So this kid was a uh, one of these Olenga girls, like the braces and like fuzzy hair. And then next minute. Yeah. So then when she gets her hair straight and then the braces come off and they mm. just go back to this place that they always had their summers. Mm. And then all the older boys that used to look at her like, oh, no, beat her up and stuff. They look at her like, oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> but now it's pretty good, good story. Good, good storyline. But yeah, me and my daughter were like, binge watch today. Like, oh. you know, because you know, I work shift work, so I'm up. Like, you know, this is my night shift. I can stay awake all night till tomorrow morning. Go sleep because I'll be on shift again at night. Mm. But, so, like, when I got back from Mickey's last night, it was, like, quarter to three. Went to the BP, got some pies. Walked in and I just seen her, like... Just, watching it. <laughs> she's watching TV. I was like, go sleep, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we got school on Monday. It's pretty good stuff on, on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Have you read news how Netflix has been losing subscribers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the quality of their stuff isn't really... It's dated, eh? Yeah, isn't really great. But Disney's got so many movies, it's crazy, man. Like, I think I saw Sandlot on the... Mm. Sandlot Kids, I was like, wow, so how far back? They got the Karate Kid. They got, like, back-in-the-day movies. Wow. Mm. I'm watching a TV series on there right now called Pistol. It's a true story. It's a miniseries about... You know the Six Pistols? The the punk rock band? Yeah. In, in Britain, oh, it's about them. It's about them. Because they're the first ones... The first punk rock band to bring it to the world, hey, because it was like an underground, underground yeah, yeah. music before them when they came out. But was, I don't know, this, they only were out for two years, and um, well, then they stopped. But they made an yeah, impression, eh? But man, out of those two years, they're the ones that brought punk rock to the whole world, man. Like blew it up. So they're they're the band that's famous for that. So you had um. Sid Vicious, he was the guitarist that had that overdose because he died when he was t- 21 years old. What? O- overdose? Mm. He was one of the band members. But no, it's a cool, it's a cool, um, it's a, it's a cool story eh? how they got together when they were real young, like they were like 15, 15 years old, got together as a band because they were like, um, they were like troublemakers. They 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 stole stuff, stole cars and that. Oh, well, they they didn't look like angels. <laughs> 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 I've seen the I've seen the yeah. pictures in there. Yeah, but no, that's cool. it's cool, man. Because it, it's cool how they oh, there's a scene when they're trying to because one of their famous songs that um that I'm Antichrist that one yeah the Antichrist that's that song. Then how they they were showing how they were trying to make it, and they and it was a drummer that did a reggae beat because because the problem was that the the singer he was like shouting and they couldn't understand. So the so the drummer, he was like, oh, you know what? We can't understand what he's saying. So I think we've got to start off with a reggae beat. And he did the reggae beat with the drums. Yeah. The normal, and then they guitar off that. And then it turned into the song. And then they he was singing the words. And it made the Antichrist song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it was cool how it came from that. And he yeah. actually said it. That was me. Man. But the, the Antichrist song, that's a cool song. When when they were playing it on 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 the on the on the program, I, I listened to it on Spotify after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> What's the series called? It's called Pistol on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool how yeah, 
because at the time, I think, I think they're trying to play it. They try to play at gigs, and even the crowd didn't understand what they were singing. That kind of, of music. Yeah. But they had their own group of people that followed them, so they got hyped up from yeah. that and made everyone else get hyped. Yeah. Because no one just spread. Yeah, just spread. Yeah. So I watched four episodes. They haven't gone to the point where they did that um, USA tour yet, but when they get when they get real famous. But no, it's a, it's a cool. It's cool. Yeah, and you seen the lead singer though when he was twenty one. Now he's the guitarist. Oh, uh, Sid Vicious. He's got his own movie too. Like they made a movie out of him ages ago. Oh, okay. But he was famous for being just an alcoholic guy, a druggy, a druggy doing those stupid things. But yeah. all those, pretty much. Every band movies are always good, eh? Because, mm. like, um, I think oh, the last New Zealand one that I watched, it was a New Zealand band, and it was just crazy how every song came about, you know? And it was, like, during... And it's usually from one perspective, you know? Like, mm. oh, that's what happened. I remember because when I read the song. Mm. But then, man, when they do films like that and they, they relive it and then they do it into their songs... They're like good to watch it, and mm. then, like you said, you wouldn't listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> I was just say YouTube, save, save, saving it to a playlist. Yeah, nah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you should watch, it, man. Um, Pistol, it's good. Are you gonna watch it tonight? Eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, they've they've got the, there's one episode they talk about how they made that song called Bodies. There's a song, it's called Bodies. It's about a girl who has mental health issues, and she carries her. Oh, because she was raped. She was raped. And um, she had the baby had a she had a miscarriage a, abortion. Oh yeah, yeah. But she she killed the baby herself. She had the baby and killed the baby. Oh. And is carrying the baby in her bag in her um carrying the baby's body in her uh, in her purse in her handbag, and oh, she's walking man. around going everywhere, like acting like everything's normal. normal. Yeah. Man. So that was an actual woman. A, a real life woman that she got to know the band members but they didn't know she had the baby in the back until you know the movie was finished nah nah <laughs> they um because they they knew her because she was she was walking around town she was, she was walking around the neighborhood and that but she always carried a bag and she was she was kind of dirt you know but she was friendly and they they knew her so they befriended her and they were just doing another shit so but they didn't know expect the, the like the baby was yo, in the bag wow. was in her handbag all that time and um, when they found out, I think it was the lead singer, they found out, he he looked in the bag and saw, what the fuck? And he goes, oh. Called the cops. Nah, I think you, you better bury, bury, oh. bury the baby. Because she told her why there's a baby in her bag. And he goes, oh. And he felt sorry for her. Oh, you should go and bury the baby. So she went and buried the baby. Then that's when he made the song, that song. Bodies. About her, about that whole thing. Fuck is that all it? Wow. <laughs> I can't wait Man Like when you say Like Say like that I can't wait for them To make a UB40 movie yeah. Oh yo <laughs> Man you're right man All these movies About bands eh That, like that, that one That New Zealand one I watched Was the dance exponents Like when I watched oh, that yeah. bro Fucking Is that a documentary Or real oh. Like actors No they got actors Like they got that guy Who's on Westside mm. He plays the lead singer Oh yeah he's, Man he's awesome man oh, And oh, like just how that. they Um yeah, how they came up with that um, a few of their their biggest hits, mm. 
It was like crazy, man. Like you know, even like when they got rid of like some of the band members over the tradition that they were together and still touring. Yeah, man, it's like it's like from right when they were like broken, like had nothing. Yeah, and I was like, you know, they all like Scarfies from down in Otago, and like, oh, if we can get a gig here, man, we'll be good. Just imagine it, and they just just get stoned or like drunk at their apartment, oh. and then they they just heard like, oh, bro, there's an opportunity for us to go, you know, get a gig. <laughs> They're like, don't cake it, eh? Fucking, they must say the first one was just like, the fuck is that shit, eh? <laughs> first of all, it's kind of sort of like you know, Freddie Mercury when he grabs does something different, you know, mm. took the took the microphone off the stand. Walking around with it, you know. They just had some really good, you know, gigs. And they just blew up, eh? Mm. And they decided, oh, let's go on a tour. As they're touring, man, they're still writing music. But, yeah, bro, their stuff's good, eh? Even me, the... Like, their music's timeless. Even the um, NWA movie, eh? How they started that. Yeah, it's good, those band, those band movies, eh? Yeah, bro. Like, I think my first vivid memory of a, a movie... Apart from the I can see now, is the Jackson Five one, eh? Oh, the yeah. Jackson Five, the, the miniseries, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. Like I want, I made me want to go learn the guitar. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah man. I just remember the songs they used to sing. It's like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the stuff that's not really on albums too. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the covers they did as, yeah. as kids. And you learn about um, the dad that we smacked in me. Juice of E. That's Joe Jackson. <laughs> and it was funny, the other scene when he's like cheating on the wife. Yeah, yeah. He gets caught with the ice. I'm going to go for ice cream. Oh. <laughs> on the, tele- the telephone, eh? <laughs> on the telephone. Yeah. Oh, can you, go on buy, can you go buy me ice cream? To the wife, eh? And yeah. she goes, but she picked up the phone at the, um, where yeah. they stopped cars, eh? <laughs> oh, hey, that's so fun. The American Dream, Jackson 5, maybe. But the Hollywood husband does a, yeah. a mock of yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I was watching yeah, some right. of the clips too. But like, you think about it, eh? Like, man, Joe was so, like, so he like, obviously from the, because they named the street after the Jacksons, eh? But see, there's there's a scene in there where the boys to men are singing out the front of the house. Yep. Hey, and they get into it with Jackie. That's right. And they get Kamoi home. Get, dad, Dad, <laughs> the best guy is picking on Jackie. And then Jason's like, oh, you want to fight, eh? You know what's <laughs> funny, bad, eh? You know what's funny about that? Hey, fight, fight, you know what's fight. funny about that scene? Because there's um, Boys the Men and the extra. He's, he's the guy doing the acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing, yeah, He's the bully guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie, but he, because they don't want Boys the Men to do that. Because yeah, they're not yeah. actors, but they got an actor. Yeah. But he's the guy doing with the waist of this guy. Blues guy. Ain't nobody good enough for the Jacksons, eh? I just remember yeah. that line. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the one that oh now was um was one of the boys to men sit there. That was the deal. Yeah, line. yeah. I think it was one yes is it and then they shove each other. So what you gonna do about home? Then he runs home. Jackie and Marlon run home. Dad, dad, dad. Supposed to pick up Jackie. Hey, boys wanna fight. Let's do let's do it the real way. The gloves, eh? Start pussy at the front of the house. So they crack up, man. <laughs> and if they happen to run away, yeah, hard. <laughs> you know what's good about those kind of music because they're a true stories, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you get the idea of what went on, even though you know they can like, like exaggerate exaggerate a few things, but you get the picture. Eh? But no, it's cool that they do it, man. Like even the the, the Temptations movie, like that's good, man. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's classic. I haven't even seen that. Yeah. That, that one's um man yeah when they get their chance eh, to, to sing mm. like just in front of Barry Gordy and that I was like wow because <laughs> they're like because they sit outside the the studio eh, which is like in a small little house mm. but they sit out there for ages they eh, just trying to come up with a name 
Because <laughs> like, they were like, oh, hi. And they go, who's this? Oh, me, Kems, and I'm just like, what's your name? He goes, oh, we didn't have one. He goes, next. <laughs> <laughs> so they go sit outside on the grassy. Just walking back and forth, pacing forth. Ah, should we give this name? Nah, it's not going to work, man. Funny, when they get their name, the sensations that they walked in. <laughs> and he's like, wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's heaps of, heaps of those movies, eh? Mm. What was it? The Five Heartbeats? Yeah, that was one. That was one. That was a fake one, eh? Was it? Or was that the real? Sure. Was that the real band? No, it was a fake band, eh? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. But that's why La Bamba, like, to me, is like oh, yeah. the best. <laughs> the best movie, man. The most quoted, that one in Blood and Blood Alley. The most quoted uh, movie. Anyway, I'll, never, I'll never forget that scene, eh? When, he's, when he... James has a good time in front of their producer. Eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he asks me, like, to me, it's like, bro, everyone has that moment, eh? Like, when they get asked that question, like, a question like that. Like, come on, man, I need your band. He's like, oh, man, what's more important? Your, you know, your music or your band? And he puts the, the band, the, the gear down, he's my family. <laughs> right, then you start jamming, eh? Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, that's, love you, Richie. <laughs> Oh man! You know the the Hollywood husbands? Do they use some of that? Yeah, pray. Oh, mm. see so what they you know the part where they coming on the bike and they come <laughs> that part. What what's, what's actually happening? On the there? movie? Yeah, and I mean on the you know how the Hollywood husbands are mocking it? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. mocking or doing the mock? Nah, because when so Bob was trafficking uh, marijuana in out of like the states. Yeah. And there's that one scene where he goes and he goes, hey. He's angry. He goes, you want to buy a kilo? And he goes, you did, Catalito. <laughs> and he grabs it. He goes, I haven't managed to snitch around on my balls. And he chucks it to him. Yeah. And he sniffs it. And he kisses it. And he goes, oh, Mosito. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, need, okay, I need to watch that. I, I don't think I've ever watched it. La Bamba? No. Charlie, oh, no, come on. See, the, the stuff they put on Hollywood the husbands, yeah. you know, that yeah, makes yeah, me yeah. laugh, man. You know? I need to watch it. No, nah, yeah, it's pretty much translated almost. but just... I can't believe you haven't watched it. Like I know. Essential, essential. I watched the lean up. Yeah. Because you know, with, um, oh, yeah. But it does hit the same, though. Because of what happens, eh? You know, because Selena the singer, she died. Yeah. And that's like Richie, too. But because Richie's story is like the, you know, because I think, yeah, because we can relate to it, eh? Because they mm. obviously moved from Mexico to in America, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, and it was like, oh, man, the mum was taking diner jobs and trying to get in their jobs at the pubs and stuff. And, but and then, then, And his brother's a drunk. Yeah, yeah, and his brother's a druggie and ugly guy. That's why when you see the husband, well, husband stuff, like, you know, they're drinking on our ones. Yeah. Yeah, but they happened. They're, like, in the film. So they go that, um, does the brother, so... So Rosie was was Richie's girlfriend from the plantation. Yeah, and then you know eventually when Bob got out of like wherever he was locked up and he he went to go get his mum and that he's we're getting out of this shit hole tomorrow and he's like just no I want you know he's I'll be looking here I'll be making money and he tucks the money in her hand he's yeah. we're leaving tomorrow that's it so they jump in the car while say what everyone. But then Richie caught Bob hooking off his gear. Yeah, like, that's, that's, see that's... Hurry up, we're going to be late. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> but then he jumps, he tells it also on the back of the gaffer. Yeah. Because the, Holly, the Hollywood husbands, 
nightclub, you know, and he's doing the eyes. <laughs> that cracks me up, oh, man. And he's supposed to be like 16, man. He's riding a Harley suit out. Come on. Yeah, man. That, that, that part cracks me up. I've watched that heaps of times, man. That actor that plays, um, what's his name? Bob. Bob. That plays Bob. He's um having a bit of a comeback I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. But see, like, when we talk about actors that you want to watch, because eh? mm. he's in it. Yeah, I'll watch a movie that Bob's in, man. So he's in um, Ozark. Oh, okay. Season one. Oh, see, i got to watch Ozark now. Yeah. He's in, oh. he's in that. He's the bad guy. So, yeah. Watching the Bumble also I could quit that movie for days, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Especially when he has his nightmares and stuff. Like, I remember when dream catchers were at the markets. People used to have them. What are they? Like, they're dream catchers, you know? And, like, that's what oh, everything yeah. could see. Because he has any nightmares of his best mate. Oh. Have you got one? Oh, I used to have one, eh? Oh. I used to have one. <laughs> Funny that I should get one. Because I've been working on my dad's car, eh? mm. The one that's been packed up at home. So I've been doing a lot of work on it. How's it going now? I'm at the spark plugs, bro. Because <laughs> it had a bit of a shake. It had a bit of a shake, man. You got them on? You already put them on? Oh man, I tried to change too, right? So I went on YouTube, right? And I seen this Balangi guy, and I was like, "Gives, man, because this guy's like doing work inside the the bonnet." Yeah. Why <laughs> Balangi's hands is like both oh, yeah, yeah. his hands like this inside? I was like, "Yeah, I can how do can it. you?" Fit? When I put the tools from the warehouse, also check out the cousin one at Auto Lab. Got the spark plugs. Got them at a good price too. Went to get fire off in my hand. <laughs> yeah, can't man. Fit, man. <laughs> I know. I was like, "What the?" Man, <laughs> even trying to get the um the cover off the spark plug itself, mm. I was thinking, bro, that's how guy I was, bro. I was like thinking to myself, he's got to think, it's a slow process, you know. Got to just give it a little bit of a shake like this. <laughs> I was standing there for like an hour, mm. just trying to get it off, man. Man. I managed to change two. Eventually, the shake that it did have went away. But yeah, I'll probably take it tomorrow to a mechanic and change the other six. Mm. And then I got a couple of hoses to go and then try and get a rigid warrant for it. A warrant for it. Oh nice. <laughs> see the see that um that's effort eh? What what let's what lady just did there, that's effort. Like I'm a fucking lazy cunt, right? <laughs> I'll never I mean, I'll fuck, you know, I'll be you know, I'll take it to someone, but I'll never I don't know, I just yeah, I'm just a lazy kind of man. I'll never give it a crap. The cool thing about all that is that you got YouTube. All, all the yeah. resources. Nah, everything, everything's everything's definitely on it, man. That's why I was like, if, I can, if this guy, like, he said, oh, I'm not a mechanic. You know, he's made a movie, like a video. because oh, this is how you change out Alice ones You know, spark plugs, shoes, you know, whatever. And he just fast forwards it. And then, like, when he does change one, you know, then he... Because I always read the thread, like, the comments. And whatever the comments say about, oh, how did you... And then, you know, he will reply to them. Mm. But then even when I grabbed the spark plugs from Mona, he was like saying, yeah, that's the thing because you can get to them, but it's just trying to get the cover off the spark plug at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the, yeah. you know, they're covered with like a little aluminium housing. Mm. So it's like you can't actually, because you got to try and grab the rubber to pull it off, but because it's covered with the aluminium, it's like, so like, you know how you have a chocolate bar with a wrapper, but mm. the wrapper's aluminium? Oh, <laughs> it's oh, like wow. that, man. I was like, who's bloody idea was to see? <laughs> but I don't know, yeah. I've seen, I've heard, on, I was reading in the comments that someone's saying, like, grab a C-clamp and just shake it up, you know, shake the, the aluminium off. But then if you replace them, it's going to be, like, all messed up, you know? So I was like, nah. 
better take it to a professional and let him mess it up. Then I can get pissed off at him. Hey, look at the dents. <laughs> look at the dents. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a protective layer over the rubber on the spark plug. But yeah, I couldn't fit my hand in, man. I managed to take the two off. One closer to the firewall, the other one closer to the headlight. I was just happy that the shake's gone. Have you got an idea of how much money you've saved doing things yourself? Nah, to be honest, because I bought tyres secondhand. Like, tyres that would have cost like at least 130 each. I got them for like, I think it was like 45 each. So brand oh, new tyres really? for that. And then, yeah. Like the neighbor across the road, he imports some um, car parts. Oh, yeah. And then, I, yeah. First, I went to the cousin and said, can you beat that coat? He said, no. Then I went back to the guy across the road. Because he's one of those guys. Oh, how's it going? Then the first bit of conversation. What's happening with the car? I was like, hey, guys. Eh? I just came to you for a car. I up to you. How are you, mate? And then, how's the car going? But without that push, you know, I wouldn't have started, man. But yeah, when I was doing the work, I was just home for that week. Like, I had the time off. And I just thought, I'll give it a go. But I didn't realise changing the two spark plugs because he scanned it. He yeah. scanned it as well and said, oh, there's no error message. I said, oh, the lights on the dash are flashing though. And he's all, oh, read it again. Nah, took it to some of the boys that were mechanics when I worked on the doors. Mm. They said, bro, it's missing, but it's probably just a spark plug. And as soon as I changed the first two and I started it up, I was like, man, smoked, smoked out the exhaust, turned it off. Then I just went inside frustrated. I was like, fuck, I can't. I give up. Then I went back outside after watching the movie, the, the video again. I just started up. So as soon as I started up, it was like, it's a brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, but just trying to change the other six eh? I was like, fuck around, man. Need to sing a balangi hands in. Like, fuck, see, see the effort that he, okay, like, yeah. Okay, so this one time I watched YouTube because a friend's tire got stuck in the mud, right? So I watched YouTube. But see, I'm like, this is how Dura was. <laughs> like, because her, her car is just, it's not a truck. But I was watching the YouTube clip, but it was a truck. And they were saying to get a, um, towels and wrap it around the tire. So when you put on reverse, you know, it will work. But because she had a normal car, I didn't click that. So every time we did it, the, um, it just kept digging the, the deeper and deeper. <laughs> yeah. So how'd you get up? No, we had to get people. Oh, we had to get people to push. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, how, first thing I went to was, man, let's get a YouTube. YouTube. You know, so she, yeah, we seen the tire towels around the tire. <laughs> <huh? laughs> At least you didn't say, just get a speed. I just <laughs> take a hole. <laughs> no, but see, like, make another, make another hole for the <laughs> Right, that was a dirty moment, man. No, but yeah, I applaud your effort. It's, it's oh, man. man. Appreciate it. I applaud the, the, the effort, the, bro. The thing I want to get out of it, eh? because like a lot of people that do shift work say like, oh, they struggle to sleep. So I've been binge watching like I have a couple of um TV series that I watch that don't come on normal TV, but when I catch a glimpse of it at work, I'm like, damn, I want to watch it. Oh, Is yeah. that um, what's it called? The um Below Deck. Have you seen that? Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Which, I watched the yeah. I watched that down under and the other one, the sailing. So mm -hmm. I binge watched that. But then, like, I figured about stuff that needs to be done around the house. And, like, my dad's car's been sitting for, like, four years oh, now. Yeah, yeah. It was four years since he left, and the last time I did drive it was when my mum passed. And I managed to get it started, which was, like, one of those, man, I can't believe it started. It yeah. hasn't turned over since he passed away. 
You know, like, no, I've got that time. I just do it. I like their blue dick because that's and when they had they just filming those workers on those yachts. Yeah. Hey, what, what season crazy, did you watch? Bro. Did you watch the this season? One? Oh, I think I watched the old one where um the guy gets with the girl, but it he's happens got on all the beaches. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's normal. Oh, but he's got a girlfriend, and they're on the beach, and then like they confess. I was watching that one of those episodes. That that uh, the reason what makes it good like good stuff to watch, it's because of the um because everyone wants to see the tip. Eh? You want to see the the tip, you know. Everyone meeting yeah. the thing so we can yeah, do the tip count. But it's the tip and yeah, all the small stuff because it's a small boat, eh? Yeah. yeah. And there's you that one guy it. on the recent one, the South African guy. He's hooking up with everyone, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least I very But it's like what I like. What's made me want to watch it even more is because the I think the head stew on the below. She's a Kiwi, eh? Because you can tell the accent, Is but it? then on last season's one, mm. um, it was the one with Captain Lee, he's got a, um, yeah, the head stewardess is a Kiwi as well. Oh, Which true. is like, oh man, we've got a Kiwi on. I might watch that one. Because yeah, I've been watching the old ones. But you know, it's funny, I would get frustrated sometimes. Because, you know, if Islanders were doing their job, there'll be, there'll be no, there'll, there'll be no, <laughs> sorry, there'll be no problems. There'll be yeah. no program. Because there'll be yeah. no dramas. Because no, we'll be doing the work harder and doing all the work properly yeah, and yeah, done, yeah, man. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> I'll be the first one to get fired if I was on there, man. Uh, you're supposed to save the clan, not eat the food, bro. But that's out of a job, eh? Like, it's funny to me how some some of those kids, they go and work on these little things. They're, they're doing it on the holiday breaks, eh? Yeah, yeah. They come from the mainland, come and work on these yachts, then go back. Mm. But all the money they make is a lot. Yeah, and they yeah. get to travel around, see the see the sights yeah. around the Caribbean, wherever they are. And then after when they're that season's done, then they go back home, me. Eh? But it's just the whole experience. And some of them, some of them working in those, um, turning up the boat and that cleaning, fuck, they're useless, man. Hey, yeah, and, and when the um the boss of them or the the head um steward always grinding them off, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. not they're not working properly in that. That's when I get frustrated. Like fuck, see, put Islanders in that in their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, you will never have a program. There's oh nah, we just um <laughs> this idea for this program is not working, so it's just um just cut, cut, <laughs> cut. But the thing is, on those programs, like, the kings are always, like, decent, pretty, uh. Mm. Like, cause yeah. they're walking around bare feet, and they're wearing the, you know, on the short skirt and stuff. But then, yeah, like, they got that one girl that's on the recent one, and she's she's always on her phone texting. Yeah, yeah. Like, texting, like, her boyfriend. I'm like, get rid of her. Like, man. But <laughs> when it comes to the that. tip meetings, man, it was like, bro, is she... Like, because everyone gets paid the same, right? So even the chef, and he's, like, he's the one king, I think, like, cooking all the meals. And he's getting like the same amount as the AK. He was like, oh, can't even um, throw out the buoy or can't throw a line, you know? It's like, oh, shucks. But I just like the destinations, eh? Like, mm. in my mind, I'm like, man, if I save up enough money, go on one of those, eh? Bro. Oh, it can be done, Luz. That's why I watch it. I'm like, manifest it now. There's a the suspect and the clip on that, that yacht over there. <laughs> it was all paid like two Gs each, and they buy that tip meeting, nah. Give them a tip. Do you want a tip? Don't take shit from her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her look down on you when you cook your meat and stuff. Okay, guys. Uh, what what happened? Anything happened this week on the news or on social media? What's been going on, on social media? Because all I've been seeing is this whole All Blacks thing with the coach in Foster. Carlo Faisal, come on, like he's like getting this. He's getting, getting pressure roasted. to. He's getting roasted by everybody. Because well, the counter rock that fifteen minute segment that mm. also is explaining. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's why I don't support the Kiwis, mate. That's why I do not support Kiwis. We are just the most hypocr- like we are the biggest hypocrites and short memory guys ever. 
New Zealand public when it comes to the All Blacks, eh? But for a good reason, mm. taxpayers, taxpayers, and there it is, you know, we pay a percentage of what they get paid. Man. We want the results. See, I forgot about that. And that's the reason why this country will never yeah, have, yeah. have that sporting culture that we always want. Yeah, yeah. Because hey. if they were their own brand and then their own funding and funded themselves, they wouldn't have to listen to all the bullshit. Yeah, that's and, right, and man. The, and the voice wouldn't be like, you know, because when we did the America's Cup, uh, remember yeah. when it was America's Cup and then oh, we had the, I think it was the seven, seven race, eh? <laughs> hey, we had six lead and fucking lost in our own backyard. And it was like, that's fucking taxpayer money, man. Twenty-one million. So you're right, man. You're right. That's why I'm like, you know, you know I don't want to support these guys. All these haters on Ian Foster. There's a tinge of fuck. You can't waste my money. <laughs> yeah, because it is, bro. It is. Like, um, like here's an example. You know when money was dropping all those highballs, eh? And the Warriors, the hate from the Warriors, right? But a lot of that hate was coming from the guys that pay for the season tickets. Because uh, they want their team Like If the Warriors had a closer game And their foreign against was better They would finish higher on the table But because of All these drop balls Like these tries They're manually in. But how do you feel Like In the club itself They must have someone Who goes These guys pay to watch us That's a lot of pressure To deal with eh Yeah Because Any day of the week Money will catch those balls But then to hear it From someone inside the club Saying Bro these guys They're going to rush They're going to fucking Throw it at you Because you're not performing <laughs> But that's just New Zealand public, bro. We're just vicious like that, eh? Yeah, I, I just, man, I just can't believe. Um, I probably can't believe. I'm still going, man. I'm still going. Yeah, Every time yeah, I turn yeah. on Facebook and look at my feed, there's always gonna be something about the public in in Foster. Hey, um, but um, about what's still going, I still see, still see on uh, my social media, um, the hate. Like, I mean, not hate, but I, I think it's still banter. But the origin. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like I'm, I crack up. What's funny is that the people that did the f up, f up, nah, they're doing their local team, like their NRL team, and then they put New South at the end. Yeah, but in my mind, it's like <laughs> this fucking different <laughs> game, man. It's a fucking different game. I saw that. Like get the fuck out I've of here. Few, I've seen a few too. And my man, I was like, oh, we was, that's why I would say KTSC, bro. We was that fucking energy when we whooped our fella's ass. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's what I find funny. Like, it's probably like two, three weeks ago or something. Or two weeks ago, the origin. And, like, um, people are still adding in there. Like, was, like yeah. It's like, all those like, guys that are doing it, was like, they were in a coma. <laughs> they were in a coma and they just woke up. <laughs> but, I mean, um, no, I mean, no, because that was a mean game. But, um, no disrespect to New South Wales and their supporters. Like, uh, like for me, if there was Queen, like if Queensland lost, you know, I would have taken it on the chin and like, you know, oh no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. disrespect, you know. <laughs> but it's just funny that it's still carrying on, yeah. man. Well, my mate tagged me in the Eels' recent loss, and in my head I was like, "That's funny, bro, because you're chucking at him, like you're chucking at him, like me like that." But I didn't throw it on his face. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I went as far as saying, well, number one, the Kiwis beat Tonga. <laughs> that was a win for us. We won the series <laughs> in Queensland. That's another win for us. And then we beat the Warriors. Super Madness, I'm all good. You know, I'm happy. Like, I'm not going to. But then when his team lost, it's, it's a sort of bait and moves because I always tell him, just come, come, come support Parra, bro. We've got a lot of island boys there. <laughs> and then the Warriors lost just, just the other day. 
<laughs> I screenshotted his, his comments to me. Man, how could we? These guys hyped me up. We were leading the half time, but then we lost. I don't know why I support <laughs> these guys. I screenshotted it, put it on my story. Tagged him, I got him. <laughs> I was like, hey, you never complained about your team like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's just funny. Um, Just still seeing the banter about the origin <laughs> stuff. It should end. We've run out there no more until next year. Oh, well. <laughs> Let's look yeah. ahead to the top eight and the grand final, MNRL grand final, and the top eight. If your team ain't in top eight, then shut up about origin and wait for next year. <laughs> when I was watching um, Matty Johns and um, I think it was the Sunday, or sun, the Sunday with Matty Johns, mm-hmm. and they had the... Um, that's the uh, Heine and uh, Fletcher six, oh, section bro, of that's it. That's funny, eh? That, bro, I oh, crack. Even when I was on Footy Show, but it was cracker. Man, I watched, yeah, so I went back. Too. I just watched the whole, the old <laughs> stuff oh, yeah. crack me up, man. Is it Nathan, Nathan Hamash? And- yeah, and, um, you know, he's one of our greatest players that never won a premiership eh? <laughs> Yeah, they mock. <laughs> bro, they mock. Yeah, man. Always talking about it, eh? <laughs> Only if you had a ring on your hand. Played <laughs> <laughs> like 300 plus games for the NRL, never... Never, like, oh, I think he made like a couple of appearances, eh? But he's never won one. It's like cut off fight. <laughs> but yeah. they're shocked, eh? Some pretty shocking news, eh? Like, I think the other week there was the stabbing, eh? It happened just down the road. It was a domestic violence. Oh, yeah. And the shooting up just up the road here. Because of the, a Filipino girl and her dad. And yeah, the, that's true. The, I think it was the boyfriend. Went through and shot the dog. Got into it with the muscles and the dad came out. Oh yeah, yeah. That was just down the road. Mm. Mm. Man, every time I look at the paper, there's a shooting or stabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wonder if the police have it under control. (laughs) But then I always think about that time when the the government did all the the gun thing, took all the guns back. Yeah. And you know, I knew it. Like, yeah, the only guns you're getting back back are are from the people that. Registered, they registered and don't use it for gang yeah. stuff like this. But you know, no, no, no gang is gonna give their gun when the government's asked. Yeah. Well, they'll probably give some, but not all of the, no. their guns. You know. Mm. And then there was that. Um, there was a, there was a seizure, a big seizure eh? of, of of money. I think there was like millions and millions of dollars in cash, and they put it in all these bags and took a photo of it. New Zealand, yeah, because Hell's Angels. Oh, they, they, the police, the police raided one of their pads. Yeah, hey, I saw something real quick on Instagram, where um, in Australia there was a, I think he was a Hell's Angels member, and then he didn't um. He switched over. Yeah, to oh, the, is it I think I saw that. Com- is it, what are they called? Common Cherries or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't even know what those gangs are. I know they're bikey gangs, but... Yeah, motorcycle clubs. Mm. Oh. So they're from Australia, those guys. Yeah. But they came over because of their 501. When they... If if you're convicted in Australia and and you're born in New Zealand, they'll just deport you here. Send you back. Yeah, send you back. No, no matter how long you've been in Australia. Like, oh. you can be one years old and move over and they'll still send you back. You know, oh. so there's a lot of. Oh, and what do they do? They have to do their time here. No, no, they don't. They no. Just after they get out of out of out of jail here, or they just get the pool, and I think 
let's just get the ball in. Yeah, a few um one of the bros got the felon show on Facebook. He does a lot of interviews, like, you know, on his um via the net. And like yeah, most of them are five oh ones. Like either they're here or in Australia. But like there's a lot of gang gang members who have like changed their lives but just to suit the situation because They've obviously been deported, and he just does like a checking on what they're up to now and oh. how they're doing things. So five hundred one isn't the gang; it's the law over there in Australia. Five hundred one law, five hundred one law, Act five hundred one or something. That if you're yeah, if you if you do if if you're convicted, but you're born in New Zealand, you're deported straight away. So we got all these five hundred ones from Australia here that are deported, and we're trying to. Tell them to stop me. Eh? I think uh, I don't whenever for a meeting because Australia yeah, changed change prime yeah, minister. Eh? A lot of those gang like the turf wars that's happening out south, and then a lot of these you know commentaries that are supposedly popping up, you know, with businesses and stuff. Mm. It's sort of from a result from those five A ones that have come over to start up the motorcycle clubs here. Oh, because if you think about it, if they're getting the pull here and they're from a gang that's not from here, and they're gonna start that gang here, then they need some territory. Mm. So now they're in the hoods of everyone else, headhunters, everyone else. So they have to oh, yeah. carve their own little territory, and it's already or it's oh. already taken, you know. Hey, yeah, it's pretty so, much trying to set up shop. Yeah, I was just like trying to explain to my daughter, like, recent, like, are you walking through Henderson? <laughs> oh, we drove through Henderson, and she's like, oh, it's pretty, um, it's pretty like ghost city, yeah. Like, look at that, all these empty things. But who wants to pay rent to the? Local club here, you know, and everybody want to play rent, you know. Mm. It's not like when you go through New Zealand and then go up to like Amala, but see, it's all flash, eh? It's all singer, man. It's what a singer could be going through there. It's like go through Henderson, it's like Carlo Fire sitting like two shop. Mm. So that's that's uh, interesting where we'll go. All, all these problems that the I think because it's in the news all the time. Well, everyone's like complaining about the government; they're not doing anything about the crime. The crime here, that's the government's fault. The the five hundred ones is the, our government's fault. They're not being hard on Australia, but I don't know what what can they do besides give them because a lot of those home, a lot of those apartments that because you know when COVID happened, all the all the overseas students they left right. They went back to their homes. Yeah, in China or, or wherever Australia or, or wherever they came from, and they left a whole lot of apartments empty. The student apartments. Those are the apartments that the government has said, okay, five of ones that come, we're going to put them in there. So they're all in these apartments in town that used to be student apartments. Mm. And what? yeah, and um, and apparently it's like bad because the pe- the the people that actually owned the apartments and stayed at those apartments, they're just surrounded by <laughs> ex criminals from Australia right, yeah. in the same building, and like they they're scared, so they're moving out. So these buildings in town. Are just full of, full of these five hundred ones, because there's nowhere else to. I mean, oh, yeah, put them. Where are you gonna put them? Oh yeah, not jail. Yeah, I mean, where are you gonna put them? So, they were going in there. So it's, yeah. They should just, man. It almost feels like, man, we should just be covered and just bring the death penalty here. Eh? <laughs> like, if you think about it, like, how do we, like, you know, you got, you got cockroaches. How, how we kill them? Like, you need, we need to terminate. Yeah, we need to kill them. Like, that's it. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, they, what's gonna, what's gonna, how can you fix something that can't be broken? Eh? We just gotta get right to the root and, and just yeah. kill the motherfuckers, man. Like, just 
Either that or take it step by step and bring back capital punishment. Eh? Just get them whipped in the fucking town square for <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like I remember one of my my workmates said, like you know, in the Philippines, like you know, if you get a death sentence because because of the the poverty and it's how it's tough on the governments to to be able to sort of like have it like you know you know how they can't manage because the overpopulated prisons and so like anyone who doesn't stand before a court who's who knows they got life they eventually it's like a lucky dip you get the injection like you know you get to choose how you're gonna die they get the injection lethal injection a firing squad have you heard of that a firing squad yeah. get, or five guys stand in front where they, they all pull something but they, they, no one knows who's got the actual bullet and they, you know, they assassinate them like that or they do the decapitation ones. I'm like, wow, they need to bring that here, eh? Like, bro. I'm smiling because it's like, bro, if you if you really want to fix it, you've got to fix it, man. Yeah. Someone's got to, like, how much? Like, yeah, they say, oh, you know, this guy's reformed. He's he's a new person. How many of those can you have in a lifetime? Yeah. Like, it's like, how many guys can how many guys can touch the element when you say it's hot? Get burnt. Some people like they live off it, they feed off it, eh? Like yeah. they want to get burnt twice. They'll lose their um Yeah. Know, just I think storm. yeah, I think when things get out of hand and it seems like they are. Unless the media's just reporting on all, everything. But then if if you don't you, we never had this kind of news where there's gun violence around the around Auckland, eh? Before, eh? Like I remember that David Bain, eh? Like I remember that David Bain mm. was off a shotgun. Was like, was a shotgun. <laughs> Damn, like funny. No, you see, like guys fucking getting murdered with fucking like their assault rifle. That guy up in Messi, like but, that cop, you know. But you know, like it's it says a lot about our society when the gangs flourish. When there's, you know, when you see um, those gang funerals and you see how many many out there, how many of them out there? Hey, eh? there's yeah. a lot, man. Like that that, that, that recent like, guy who died, eh? That Taranaki guy, mm, the Fumano guy. Lynn, see, like yeah, his his case. Well, he won his case, eh? Hey? The, the cops that had um had him in, in custody because mm. he died while he was in custody died in their care, yeah because yeah. apparently he was in hospital yeah. he was in hospital and they had a warrant out for him but they would you know well someone who's been told like nah he needs to be here mm. and they went and grabbed him anyways you know and he died in the in, in custody oh, so, man. yeah so but he's already in the ground you know? and when you see that funeral he's, he's just you just shocked at how many gangs there are how mm. many how many members there are you yeah, shocked yeah, at how yeah, many yeah. there are and then you think, okay, it's a thing where, you know, if there's too much poverty and your only option is to be with a gang because you're, you know, yeah, as a man. kid, you're going to go that way, yeah, you man. know? And then what makes it worse, the 501 thing, because when, th- when they come over, that the gangs are the first <laughs> guys that will open your arms to, to you. Yeah, if, yeah. Even if, if you're from a gang in Australia and you, and you get deported here, well, of course you're going to go straight to the gang that's here, that's part mm. of your group or... The, the New Zealand chapter of your gang in Australia yeah. you know and they'll just keep growing and growing it's like everything man like you know, people want to be belong to something right mm. like you don't want to be lonesome your whole life like if you died no one shit up to you you, know, you don't want to feel like that eh? or no one wants to eventually feel like that like think that that would happen if they were to die so like yeah the clubs are like cool you know the clubs are cool because they're going to accept Anyone and everyone, you know, for no whatever reason. Just like if you went to go, it's like going to church and stuff, and you wanted to become part of something, you know, you want a, a sense of belonging to somewhere in society. Mm. That's why the like the motorcycle clubs just look attractive, eh? Because it's like, oh, 
family. Bike, you know, they, oh, bike. You want a job? They'll give you a job. You know, what is it? You, well, you got nothing to Boxing gain, nothing club. to lose. Yeah, man. So that's sort of like your window one. The only thing I, I don't understand of being in the gang is, is you got a ceiling. I think I think you have a ceiling, and if you ever wanted to, for your own individual self, do something for yourself in your own family. Like your your other family you gotta take care of is your gang family. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you wanna move up in the world, you gotta take both of them with you. And with the gang you can't you can't you can only take them so far. You know? So say if you're in a gang and you wanted to be and you wanted to oh, I don't I wanna be like a, a business owner, right? I wanna be a business owner and that business is gonna take you to be a millionaire. Then what what, what how's How's the gang relationship with that then? With mm. your dreams of being something you want to do, yeah, you know. But uh, but yeah, you'd be surprised though. There's a lot of um, a lot of smart business owners like you know these days, you know, if they don't want to go to our bank, or you got a you got a patch member, he's you know he's got a bit of money mm. behind him. Of course, you're gonna go ask him for loan. He's not gonna give it to you whatever the bank's charging for interest or loan shark. Yeah, he's gonna be like, nah, meet rates. You know, mates, they don't want to back with interest. They just want to see it happen, and if it comes back, it comes back. At the end of the day, it's like a gang, even even the mafia, like, it's all about you don't agree with society, you're going to make your own society. Hey, that's what it comes down to, me. Eh? Like, society has the police, has the education, has health care. You know, you you got to work. Mm. And you gotta come home to your family. They 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 don't want that society, you know. They wanna make their own one. Yeah. You know that guy that that what's his name for Moana that mm. what gang was he in? He was a headhunter. Oh damn. Mm. But was he was a King one? Cobra before. Was it the one that was like had the most gang? Yeah, that's oh. the biggest apparently his brother was a in um in the East chapter out of Burners, but he was part of the West. Oh, okay. And because he was part of the KCs as well, and yeah, but he had a lot of good friends. You know, obviously, he, obviously, a loved person. Yeah. Because Justin Graylin and Ponsonby, mm. you know, he had a lot of um, friends and family. I think he was a Saint Paul's old boy. Oh damn. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he died in police custody, bro. I mean, and that's that's going with a lot of other stuff that's happening that the cops are being mm. shady about, you know. Mm. So it was like a, it was a good thing that they turned out. What cracked me up was all the comments saying, "Oh, these these guys, you know, and shutting down the road." I was like, but that's just flexing love. Like, yeah, you'd never like. When would you see like the tribesmen, the hell's angels, and the headhunters all standing on one strip, and there was no peace? Eh? Respect. It's respect, man. Yeah, but like then, like people that they know, they ain't gonna understand what it's about. It was the uh, health and safety that complained there eh, that got the those that complained about the mm. his death in police custody. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I was looking to see any articles about it, but I just saw one of the boys shared. Oh, you know, you got your your one was, you know. But yeah, yeah, cops, man. Some of them may eh, think they're above the law. Yeah. It's like pretty Not every cop's a good cookie, eh? Yeah. There's a. Yep. <laughs> Shop boys. So what's happening uh 
This week, anything, anything going on? Abs? No, um, just same, same old training. Um, oh, I forgot what I think this one happening this week. Oh man, I got bad memory, man. Mm. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next All Blacks test. See where South Africa. <laughs> what happens to Ian Ian Foster? I reckon you'd be safe, man. We'd be safe, man. Look, everyone's short memory. Graham Henry lost what fifteen games. Mm. Hey, Steve Hansen lost what five games. I was like, man, this stuff. It's like what that Pantene Pro V. It wouldn't happen overnight, but it will happen. It's like, <laughs> you gotta l- let the process work, man. Let the process work. I reckon some of those players they need a need the wake up call, eh? mm. Like, and if you're there, you're there to win. It's like this your this your profession. Like, yeah. No one likes losers. Like, I think you know? I think one thing I am I think is guaranteed. I think is that we're not gonna win the next World Cup. I think that's a. When is the World Cup? Next year. Oh. If we didn't win the rugby World Cup, hopefully we won the the, the rugby league World Cup. <laughs> Samo Samo make oh, the semis yeah. at least. <laughs> I'm interested in who's in the Samo team because we got heaps of good players, man. Eh? Yeah. Well, there's like a lot of guys vouching. Like uh, the latest one I saw was that Kalfusi said that he's not he's not gonna make himself available for Australia. Oh, but yeah. in my mind, I was thinking, Doc, you got to even make the Tonga on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for a water boy. But I don't think he's good enough to play for, for the Tonga, Tonga and start. Not with Marcella and the guys like, you know, Blake. He's like, nah, bro, this guy's dreaming. Unless he becomes a a winger. <laughs> he's like, come on, lose. But hopefully, yeah. I hope, hopefully, that's all. Recruit some good players and Jerome Luay, um apologizes then. I'll, <laughs> I like him again. Yeah, what happened? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Sweet boys, that's us. Shut up, boys. Sick.